0: Welcome to the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Now get ready for another episode of Strange Things with Joshua P. Warren.
1: The thoughts and opinions expressed by the host are thoughts and opinions only and do not necessarily reflect those of iHeartMedia, iHeartRadio, Coast to Coast AM, employees of Premier Networks or their sponsors and associates. You are encouraged to do the proper amount of research yourself depending on the subject matter and your needs.
2: And each week on this show, I'll be bringing you brand new, mind-blowing content, news, exercises, and weird experiments you can do at home, and a lot more on this edition of the show, the One Minute Manifestor Technique. That sounds good, doesn't it? You can spare one minute to make your dreams come true. I'm going to explain the technique to you shortly. Plus, is Project Looking Glass real? Have you heard of Project Looking Glass? Some people doubt it even exists. Well, you probably know about it, but you don't even know that you know about it. And let me just tell you, if this thing is real, this is the most profound, earth-shattering, amazing thing ever. Uh, at least in my opinion. And, and if coming from me, I think that's a pretty big statement because you know, you know how I am. I'm, I'm always thinking about the great, vast, mysterious universe. So I'm going to dig into that a little bit in the show as well. So, okay. Let's start with something simple, something we can just easily wrap our minds around, shall we? Let's start with the meaning of life. Eh, small potatoes, right? What is the meaning of life? Now, I have enough ESP to telepathically hear right now thousands of people screaming at me all around the world, 42. It's 42. That is an inside joke for those Douglas Adams fans out there. Who loved the book, The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. And it's, it's really bizarre. And I'm not going to get into it, but basically in this book, uh, the, the answer to the ultimate question of life, the universe and everything is calculated by this enormous supercomputer named Deep Thought over a period of seven and a half million years, and it finally spits out the answer, and it's 42. That is a satirical novel. All right, we've got that out of the way. Um, Actually, <laughs> one more silly thing, though, But before I get too serious, I, I also have to say that one of my favorite movies is called The Meaning of Life, and it is a Monty Python film. It is... It's brilliant and yet at the same time, I mean, it's just, it's so ridiculous. Th- those guys, it, 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 they did a tremendous job of uh, exploring the absurdity of, of life and how we interpret life with their typical vulgar British humor. And so, uh, there is actually a song that was written for that movie. And the song, I think it's just called the universe song. And I wish that I had permission to play the song for you. Uh, I do not. I don't even have permission to sing it for you. Not that I would. But I figured, you know what? I, I like the lyrics to this so much that I want to just read the lyrics to this song because <laughs> they really are thought provoking. Okay, are you ready? Just remember that you're standing on a planet that's evolving and revolving at 900 miles an hour, that's orbiting at 19 miles a second, so it's reckoned, a sun that is the source of all our power. The sun and you and me and all the stars that we can see are moving at a million miles a day in an outer spiral arm at 40,000 miles an hour of the galaxy we call the Milky Way. Our galaxy itself contains a hundred billion stars. It's a hundred thousand light years side to side. It bulges in the middle, 16,000 light years thick, but out by us, it's just 3000 light years wide. We're 30,000 light years from galactic central Point, And we go round every 200 million years. And our galaxy is only one of millions of billions in this amazing and expanding universe. The universe itself keeps on expanding and expanding in all of the directions it can whiz. As fast as it can go, the speed of light, you know, 12 million miles a minute, and that's the fastest speed there is. So remember, when you're feeling very small and insecure, how amazingly unlikely is your birth. And pray that there's intelligent life somewhere up in space, because it's bugger all down here on Earth. <laughs> it's, it's kind of funny to say the lyrics without singing them. I'm inclined to want to sing it, but isn't that something like once in a while you really do have to take all the drama that you're experiencing in your life and place it in perspective. Okay. Zoom out a little bit and see who you are and what you are and what we all are here on this pale blue dot, you know, floating out there in the middle of this vastness. That can seem a little scary to some people, but it's also very comforting if you realize that, Hey, maybe your problems are not as big as they seem. If you look at it from those eyes anyway, okay, now let's, let's get a little more serious because I'm leading up to the one minute manifestor technique. I think Trying to, uh, explore the meaning of life is going to help you when you start using your imagination for this technique. So I, I used to always say that the meaning of life is to give life meaning. And people would be like, Oh, what is that? That's some kind of cop out. But actually, it's, it's really not. I mean, it makes a lot of sense to me that, that the meaning of life is that you are supposed to take all these things that, that are around you and and to sort of figure out why it's valuable to you but uh, there are lots of different ways of kind of saying the same thing one of my great mentors was the scientist charles a yost who was a nasa hall of fame engineer and i worked with him uh, as an apprentice as a lab assistant for many many years and um One time, uh, you know, we used to have great conversations, and you've heard me say this, I'm sure. But one time I asked him, Mr. Yost, what is the meaning of life? And he thought for quite a while, and he said, to learn. And I really do think that whatever you come up with as an answer to what is the meaning of life, you're not going to get much better than that, really. It's to learn. And that, that this is all some kind of a big classroom. And whatever's going on here, you're here to learn something in that classroom. But if I'm just going to be brutally honest with you, the, the most honest answer that anybody can really give you as to what is the meaning of life is that it's impossible for us to know. I mean, if somebody says, Look, there is no meaning whatsoever. this is all just a bunch of random stuff. There's no way of proving or disproving that necessarily. I mean, everybody can have an opinion on that so so the the truth is it's impossible to know, and it might be at least as a human at this particular stage. Uh, I'm not saying it's impossible in general, but you know I've said before it's like Look at your dog. Your, your dog is really good at certain things and talented in various ways and can survive in conditions that you can't survive. But try teaching your dog how to create, you know, a Facebook page or something. There's you, The connection just cannot be made. So who knows how big this issue is. But if I do really try to think about what is the meaning of life In an applicable way, something that you can use as a mechanism to to start like getting a handle on it and making your experience better. I find great comfort in something from the Bible. And, you know, I don't bring up the Bible a lot because, uh, you know, I'm not trying to, to preach a sermon or something here, but the fact of the matter is, um, Christianity is the world's largest religion. Okay. Billions of people consider themselves Christians. And so it's interesting to look at, you know, the King James version of the Bible and see what, just see what it says. And, uh, when we come back from our break here in a minute, I'm going to tell you some very interesting stuff from the Bible. And then we're going to apply that to this one minute manifester technique. I actually have um, a, a website. I've had it for a long time. It's called warrenaudiobooks.com, warrenaudiobooks.com. And if you go there, it's, there are a couple of very short audio books that, that you can listen to that I created. One of them is called The Oblivious Gods. And uh, I'm going to – a lot of what I'm talking about right now comes from The Oblivious Gods. But it's, it's free if you want to listen to one of my uh, – audiobooks or download a pdf it's free at warrenaudiobooks.com. so we'll get into that as we explore the meaning of life in just a second oh boy (laughs) we're 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 taking off a big a big big chunk in this show uh also you know what i've been teasing this for a while i have this new kit i swear i'm bringing a new kit out and i'm going to tell you more about that later in the show But the thing is, when I bring the kid out, I'm not going to talk about it on this show. The only way you're going to know about it is by subscribing to my free e-newsletter. You have to go to joshuapwarren.com. There's no period after the P. When you go to joshuapwarren.com, you'll see a little spot there. It's a little box where you enter your email address and you hit submit and that's it. And then you'll be notified as soon as this is ready. And also when you do that, you will instantly receive an email from me. It's It's an automated email and it has a link. Has a bunch, actually, like three or four links, I think, to some really cool free gifts that I have created for you that will start making your life magical. JoshuaPWarren.com and also follow me on Twitter at JoshuaPWarren. That's my name. You're listening to Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. And I'll be right back.
3: with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash strange things today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash strange things. Are you ready to fight back against
4: crime? Hi guys, Nancy Grace here, host of podcast Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. I've dedicated my life to fighting crime and helping crime victims. For a decade, I prosecuted violent felonies, Every day is a mission. Every day is a chance to stop crime and keep one more person safe. Listen to Crime Stories with Nancy Grace on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.
5: In the recent history of documentary filmmaking, one scene stands out above all. The hot mic bathroom confession of Robert Durst and the Jinx.
6: Dr. Nathan Newman, doctor to top athletes and celebrities, plus creator of stem cell-based Luminesce, is proud to announce a much lower price on his products so more can enjoy a more youthful look. LuminS is great for women and men on those fine lines, wrinkles, under-eye bags, plus great on the neck, forehead, and hands. Dr. Newman. What causes the skin to break down with age?
7: Changes that we start to look on our skin starts actually in our 20s, where we get sun damage and the effects of pollution and our environment start to cause our skin to age and we start to break down the collagen, the elastin, and we get glycation, which is the sugar that we eat, gets stuck within the collagen fibers and makes our skin inflexible. The luminous skincare line does two things. One, it has a reparative effect. So it makes the skin look and feel much better, softer, supple, and more young and smooth. But it also is preventative. So it prevents the skin from the breakdown and the damage that we get from the sun and from the environment and from sugars that we have in our body.
6: Thank you, Dr. Newman. For several years, we have offered LuminS products and decided a price reduction was in order, so more can enjoy the amazing benefits of Dr. Newman's stem cell-based LuminS. Shop now at HealthyLooking.com or call toll-free 800-604-3129. If you would like to try LuminS, how about our starter kit postage paid for $19.99? See the full line of products from LuminS, plus our starter kit offer at HealthyLooking.com. That's HealthyLooking.com or call 800-604-3129. Luminesce from HealthyLooking.com.
7: We're happy to let you know that our Coast to Coast AM official YouTube channel has now reached 300,000 subscribers. You can listen to the first hour of recent and past shows all for free. So head on over to AM.com and hit the YouTube icon at the top of the page. This is free show audio, so don't wait. CoastToCoastAM.com is where you want to be.
2: back to Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. I'm your host, the Wizard of Weird, Joshua P. Warren. Beaming into your wormhole brain from my studio in Sin City, Las Vegas, Nevada, where every day is golden and every night is silver. The Oblivious Gods. That's what I think we are. Oblivious Gods. And, uh, if you go to warrenaudiobooks.com, that site is outdated. I mean, this was created years ago. And, uh, so like a lot of the links and stuff are for kind of, kind of outdated stuff, but you can listen to the audiobook and it's really an ebook because you can download the, uh, the PDF for free as well. But anyway, in the Oblivious Gods, I was talking about <clears throat> the Bible. And I wrote here, in the book of John, Jesus is in Jerusalem when he is approached by a group of men who are prepared to stone him to death. Jesus says he has done many good works and asks why they want to stone him. The men tell Jesus they are not going to stone him for his good works, but for blasphemy, because he, being a man, claims to be God jesus's reply to them is profound jesus said quote, is it not written in your law i said ye are gods end quote okay that's john 10 34 jesus says ye are gods so jesus is proclaiming that humans are gods. And he, he further goes on to state, quote, the father is in me and I in him. Now, you might say, okay, well, that's the New Testament. But, uh, even in the Old Testament, okay, God is portrayed as a harsher deity in the Old Testament. But that's because the writers then were even less advanced and understood even less about interpreting God's supposed personality and motives. And yet it doesn't matter. The words of Jesus just echo those that are from the Old Testament. Uh, Psalm 82, 6, quote, I have said, ye are gods and all of you are children of the most high. End quote. By the way, it's interesting, isn't it? There are numerous biblical references to God's. (laughs) In plural, such as Psalm 82, one, which says, God standeth in the congregation of the mighty. He judgeth among the gods. And then, of course, the most famous one in the book of Genesis, uh, the, the very first chapter of the Bible about the creation of humans, when it says, let us make man in our image after our likeness. So uh, there are all these references to. God's plural, and you have in the Old Testament and in the New Testament, the statement that we are gods. Jesus says, ye are God. So what does that mean? Well, what is a God? I don't know. But at very least, a God is a creator, right? A God creates something. So if we are all gods, then we are creators. And the question becomes, well, how much can we really create? And maybe we don't even know the limitations. Maybe we short ourselves all the time. Maybe you can create much more than you think you can. And you're here in this realm to experience lessons uh, so that, you know, with the carrot or the stick, one way or another, you're going to go through this life experience as many times as you need to until you learn how to create something positive. I, Let's go with that. All right. Keep that in mind that you are a creator before I get into the one minute manifestor technique, which I think plays perfectly into this idea. Uh, I just want to give you a little tip from my own experience. Whenever I am trying to manifest something, doesn't matter what it is. I find that it happens more quickly. If I project the thought out there while I am doing something that brings me pleasure. And so, for example, when I was in Puerto Rico, I used to love snorkeling. So when I would be out there snorkeling and next to a beautiful reef and a fish would, a colorful fish would swim by, I recognized how happy I was at that moment. And I would just take an instant to shoot my thought into the universe for some completely separate Thing that I was trying to manifest at that time, whether it was more money or or, or a new house or a car or to fix a relationship or to, uh, to make a project come you know to fruition or to 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 help heal myself or somebody else, I would always project that at the moment when I was feeling positive. So if you want to project something positive out there. Uh, it helps if you're doing something positive. Well, eat when you're taking a bite of your favorite food, or you're having a shot of your favorite liquor, or you're, you're smoking your favorite cigar or whatever it is, whatever brings you a little, you know, endorphin rush while you're doing that. Remember at the same moment, to shoot your intention out there and do it every time you feel good because it's when you feel positive that you're really empowering that. All right, that's my tip for you. Now let's get to this other thing called the One Minute Manifester. I did not come up with this. Here's where this comes from. Um, I get all this Law of Attraction stuff, of course, and I got sent a link to, uh, let's see, finerwealthmanifestation.com, and they have a list of people here who are – uh, authors and experts and manifesting stuff and they're all talking about their favorite techniques And one of them is a woman named Bonnie Lonsberry It says that she is an author blogger and speaker and an expert on conscious creation and uh, They write by applying the law of attraction. She transformed poverty loneliness and despair to abundance, love, and joy, that she has manifested a multi-million dollar company at an age where most would give up. Uh, Her blog is called Live the Life You Love. Uh, I don't know who she is, and I've never heard of her before, but here's what she wrote, okay? She wrote, quote, My favorite manifestation technique is the one-minute manifester. It's a technique that guides you in laser-focusing your energy toward manifesting your dream. And the best part, it takes just 1 minute. Who doesn't have time for that? Blah, blah blah. Okay, so fine. I was like, let's see what this technique is. And here is the 1 minute manifester technique that she has. I guess this is her website, livealifeyoulove.com. livealifeyoulove.com. I again, I have not talked to her, um uh, but I'm, you know, she put this information out there and let me tell you what she said. First, you need to prepare Mentally so choose something you would like to manifest. I'm reading this from her website You do not need to know what it looks like. You only need to know how you will feel when you get it That's an important and interesting point, isn't it? You don't need to know what it looks like just how you're going to feel when you get it and Then it says imagine seeing yourself having just realized this dream has fully manifested. Now, obviously, you're smiling, maybe even laughing. Maybe you're on the phone telling somebody about it, or you're holding the money, a letter, or an engagement ring. Just get this picture in your mind as if looking at a photograph of yourself being as joyous as you can be, and you realize you're so joyous because this dream has just come into your life. So that's how you prepare for this. But now here's the actual technique. It's super simple. Are you ready? Here's the one minute manifester technique. Set a timer for 23 seconds. I imagine just about every cell phone out there in the world has a little timer function on it. Uh, if not, you know, time, time it on your microwave. I don't know. Find it, a way of timing something. For 23 seconds, all right? Set a timer for 23 seconds. At the very start of those 23 seconds, close your eyes and visualize this picture of you and feel that joy, that excitement, that unadulterated happiness, knowing you have the dream. Hold that picture and that over-the-top emotion in your mind until the dot of 23 seconds Then, quickly open your eyes. Take two deep breaths and repeat. Did you get that? You set a timer for 23 seconds. At the start, you close your eyes, visualize yourself having that thing, feel that joy, that excitement, that happiness. Hold that picture. Until exactly 23 seconds, and then quickly open your eyes, and then after two deep breaths, do it one more time. She says, you should see signs of your dream manifesting within days. Watch for them and respond to them positively, and for goodness sake, keep doing the technique. No excuses not to do something that will literally change your life and takes just one minute from your day if you want to do this several times a day, by all means do alright, how simple is that folks, does it get simpler than that so hey, thank you for that Bonnie Lonsberry and uh, livealifeyoulove.com is what I was just reading that from, when we come back We're going to get into Project Looking Glass, but not before I give you some tough love. Do you know what that means when I say I'm going to give you some tough love? I've never really done it before, so stick around. (laughs) I'm Joshua P. Warren. You're listening to Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. I'll be back right after these important messages.
4: Are you ready to fight back against crime? Hi, guys. Nancy Grace here, host of podcast Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. I've dedicated my life to fighting crime and helping crime victims. For a decade, I prosecuted violent felonies, Every day is a mission. Every day is a chance to stop crime and keep one more person safe. Listen to Crime Stories with Nancy Grace on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.
5: In the recent history of documentary filmmaking, one scene stands out above all. The hot mic bathroom confession of Robert Durst and the Jinx.
7: Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
8: Now, within minutes, you can take years off your looks. Instantly Ageless from HealthyLooking.com takes care of those under-eye bags, forehead wrinkles, saggy eyebrows, crow's feet, and facial pores. Simply apply this velvety micro cream, and in under two minutes, the years fade away. And it lasts up to nine hours. No needles, no pain, and great for women and men. Here's what people have to say about Instantly Ageless.
3: I've probably noticed in the past five years that my eyes have gained a lot of fine lines, wrinkles, my curls feet have gotten deeper. Wow. I was hoping for five years, but that's like what my eyes looked like ten years ago.
6: That is really cool. Wrinkle gone. (laughs) It's easy. Just put it on your finger and go. Now I wish I had more down here because I can still see one wrinkle It's bugging me.
3: I am a little bit emotional. Turning 40, I didn't think would be a big deal to me, but but that looks like the me that I feel like inside instead of what what I see when I look in the mirror. Try Instantly Ageless
8: today at HealthyLooking.com and prepare to look younger in minutes. Millions of applications have been sold. Order our exclusive starter kit for only $19.99, including shipping, or take advantage of our new discounted price for a full box. Put your best face forward with Instantly Ageless from HealthyLooking.com. Or by phone at 800-604-3129. That's 800-604-3129. Instantly ageless. Not available in stores. From HealthyLooking.com. That's HealthyLooking.com.
0: Did you know that tests that could save your life from cancer are now available for little or no cost thanks to the health law called the Affordable Care Act? Let this be the year you get screening tests that can detect cancer early when it's most treatable. Don't let concerns get in the way. Talk to a doctor or other medical professional to learn more about the best cancer testing options for you.
2: strange things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. I'm your host, Joshua P. Warren, and this is the show where the unusual becomes usual. You know what? I baked some biscuits today. That's the kind of usual boring crap that people on the radio talk about. Often, right? I baked some biscuits today, and then I washed my hair, and then I took my kid to school, and I, I, I. <laughs> but no, I did. I, I baked some biscuits today, and I thought to myself, when you put the biscuits in the oven, uh, and you you, you have an idea, or at least I'll, let me tell you how I make biscuits. I have an idea of when they should be done, but once in a while, you know, I check on them. And I might even open the oven and shift the position a little bit. And I thought to myself, this is a lot like what happens when you're using a manifestation device, like a wishing machine, or especially like a bad buster. Uh, these are, you know, the the kinds of things that you hear me talking about manifestation tools that I have in my curiosity shop on my website. Because if you, if you put your desire on there, and you just are constantly picking at it and looking at it. Well, it's like planting a seed and then digging it up constantly and not giving it time to grow. So think about that. Think about when you're using a bad buster or whatever. Uh, And this is just, again, a, a tip for you. Just think about it being like baking biscuits. You put them in there. You trust the process is working. But you do look in on it and you just check on it once in a while. So anyway, I just wanted to share that. Silly little thing with you, but, uh, okay. Here is my tough love before I get into Project Looking Glass. Um, <clears throat> okay. I've, I've, I've tried to demonstrate for you throughout all my work that you are connected to everything and you're not some separate, isolated, external observer. You are an integrated part of this whole experience that you call reality. And so what that means is if you are not happy with the state of the world right now, you know whose fault that is? It's your fault. Instead of just always looking at what the the news and the TV and and, and the politicians and the next door neighbor and this is your experience. So if you're not happy with your experience, right, it's your fault. Your fault. Now, you can say, oh, I'm a victim. Listen, you have to take responsibility for the world you are creating. Remember the premise of Ho'oponopono. And so what can you do? All right, well, here, here it's easy. Stop being a hypocrite. Now, here's what I mean by that. If you're the type of person who actually says, I have faith, well, then live like you have faith. Stop being afraid. Now, let me say that again. If you say you have faith of any kind, well, then live like you have faith. Stop being afraid. If you are afraid and you say you have faith, then you are a hypocrite. You can't have it both ways. So stop being afraid. And yes, the world may roar at you like an animal for a while, but you don't mind because you're not afraid. I mean, if a lion is right in front of you roaring at you, and I've had that happen, that's scary. But when I see the MGM lion roar at me on TV, I'm not afraid because I know he, he can't hurt me. So you, if you're not afraid, you don't mind. And then it will just go away. And the bad things will leave you alone. And if we can all do that, we can make this world a better place. The question is, can you do that? Can you stop being afraid? Maybe now you can. Think about it. All right. Let's dig into this bizarro topic, Project Looking Glass. You know, in episode 34 of this show, I talked about something called the Chronovisor or Time Camera that was supposedly developed decades ago by the Vatican. I'm not gonna recap that. If you haven't if you haven't heard it, go back and listen to episode thirty-four. And I even have a picture that was published in oh a European paper or magazine. It's supposed to be a picture of Jesus on the cross as he's being crucified, a big close up of his face, uh, taken with this thing called the chronovisor. If you want to see that picture, it's still posted. I don't know how long I'll we'll have it there. Uh, if you go to com and click the link to my curiosity shop and scroll down, you'll find this picture. It's very rare and obscure, but I got it and I put it there and you can look at it and you can determine for yourself whether or not you think this may, may be real. Okay. You just, but, uh, it's there. If you scroll down in the curiosity shop. Well, here's the thing. That supposedly planted the seeds for what is often, uh, referred to as Project Looking Glass. Now, let me just sort of give you an overview of what this is supposedly all about. So there's this website here called exonews.org, for example, and they have an article that says the secret U.S. military device for seeing the past. This is an extensive article, but it starts by talking about Dr. Stephen Greer. We all know him. They say he's one of the world's leading authorities on extraterrestrials and an explorer of consciousness technologies. And they say that he told express.co.uk that he had a military advisor. Uh, who was once attached to the U.S. Naval Intelligence at the old White Oaks Naval Facility in Silver Springs, Maryland, right outside of Washington, D.C. And this advisor told Greer about a time-traveling device that the U.S. Navy had developed in the 1970s at a secret weapons laboratory at White Oaks, which allowed the scientists... And intelligence agents to view events of the past. They say this device could tune into the quote white noise of space-time, end quote, and extract the information about what happened a century ago or a million years ago at any given location. Greer speculates that this white noise that the device taps into is actually the Akashic Record. Ancient mysteries describe the Akashic Record as the storage place for all human events, thoughts, words, emotions, and intent that have ever occurred in the past, present, or future. And Greer believes that this record is stored in interdimensional space, and the Navy's device could interface with this interdimensional realm. Okay, let me pause there for a second and say, look, uh, personally, if you, if it means anything to you, I do believe in the concept let me, I, I'll just say it. I believe that the Akashic record exists. And I don't just believe that from some kind of mystical standpoint. Everything I know about physics that has been presented to me by astrophysicists and cosmologists and even quantum uh, physicists has indicated that time is a flexible thing and that basically everything is happening at once. And it's all sort of locked into some system that we are, we observe gradually, uh, in a fluid way from different points of view. So I do believe that the concept of this is, is real. Uh, it goes on to say, you know, there have been different whistleblowers, uh, who, you know, blah, 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 who have tried to come forward with this. And, um, it said UFO whistleblower Bob Lazar. Revealed in 1989, Project Looking Glass, a classified project run by the U.S. Navy out of the S-4 facility at Area 51 since the early 1960s. Lazar claimed that the Looking Glass technology was based on the distortion of space-time by gravity. And then in this article, they start talking about uh, the, the chronovisor. And how that supposedly that chronovisor technology was tapped into by the CIA and it led to Project Looking Glass. But one of the interesting things about this is it's one thing for us to imagine seeing what's happened in the past. But it's a little crazier if you think that we might have a technology that allows us to see into the future. Right. And there has been this new surge of of um uh, media out there sort of on, on the underground. Uh, where you know we we've had a guy who claims he is ex-military dude, uh coming or, or ex-government kind of dude coming out saying, listen, right now everything seems so chaotic in the world because all of these powerful figures are trying to avoid what the future is actually telling us is unavoidable. They have access to the knowledge of Project Looking Glass, and we have good news here. Project Looking Glass is telling us that all future timelines are going to converge into a grand revelation of truth, and this is horrifying because they have all these secrets and manipulations that the, these you know, powerful globalists are using in order to control our lives. And they don't like what they're seeing from Project Looking Glass. Project Looking Glass says all this is going to be exposed in the very near future. And that, you know, usually you have all kinds of different possible outcomes that can emerge from different scenarios. We have to take a break. When we come back, I'll tell you more about why the rich and powerful may be freaking out if this is true. And then I want to read an email to you that I got from a guy who had an unfortunate experience, and I guess this is kind of a warning for all of us. I'm Joshua P. Warren. You're listening to Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. I'll be right back.
4: Are you ready to fight back against crime?
5: Listen to Murder Homes on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
7: If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, if you
1: feel stressed suffer from fatigue moodier than usual or would like to fall asleep easier and sleep more soundly while losing weight do we have something for you accelerate and elevate i take elevate performance supplement in the morning for energy and laser focus for work then before bed i take accelerate weight management and sleep combo and indeed i now sleep soundly through the night plus i'm losing weight it's amazing
8: i've maybe gotten four to five hours to sleep max a night i'm sleep between six and seven. I wake up to use the bathroom, but I go right back to sleep, which has never happened before, which is pretty awesome.
4: I noticed a higher level of happiness. I also noticed that I wasn't taking naps. I had more energy. I was more in the moment with my kids. Like we were laughing more, we were more excited. Every single person needs to feel this. I lost ten pounds and five and a half inches off my waist, and I'm so proud of myself. It gives you energy, it helps you sleep
6: better. It just works. I stand by it one hundred percent.
3: I was on a handful of medications to help me sleep, to help me be happy. Tons of therapy. When I'm ready to go to sleep, I'm getting seven to nine hours of sleep every night. I've lost some pounds, um, inches mainly. My family has me back.
1: Try Accelerate and Elevate. Discounted for listeners to the show. Plus further discounts with the George Power Pack, including a free gift. Learn more and order now at our website, EnergyFocusSleep.com. That's EnergyFocusSleep.com or 800-394-9930. So jump on the path now to all-day energy, better sleep, and weight loss with Accelerate and Elevate. EnergyFocusSleep.com EnergyFocusSleep.com or 800-394-9930.
0: The Coast to Coast AM mobile app is here and waiting for you right now. And with the app, you can hear classic shows from the past seven years, listen to the current live show, and get access to the Art Bell Vault where you can listen to uninterrupted audio. Head on over to the coasttocoastam.com website. We have a handy video guide to help you get the most out of your mobile app usage. All the info is waiting for you now at coasttocoastam.com. That's coasttocoastam.com.
2: Welcome back to the final segment of this edition of Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. I am your host, Joshua P. Warren. And you know, David Icke said, and now listen, this is a good quote. David Icke said, quote, conspiracy theorist is a word to discredit those who have seen through The B.S., end quote. Conspiracy theorist is a word to discredit those who have seen through the B.S., end quote. So, what do you think? Can we see into the future? And if so, is there some inevitable timeline convergence that is showing, uh uh-oh, everything is is leading to one ultimate outcome here. And there's nothing you can do about it, no matter how rich and powerful and smart you think you are. What is it? The The return of Jesus? The return of aliens? Is that all the same thing? Or is this some version of the end of the world? Maybe the whole thing we're in here, the whole kitten caboodle, the whole program, the whole matrix, just gets turned off And we all wake up in a new world, a great singularity. Why not? I mean, we each have a personal miniature version of that, right? A personal transformation that we call death. Well, what if such a thing applies to the whole deal? (laughs) The whole big thing, some type of huge transition, and everybody is freaking out. Who likes it the way it is? Well, look, I don't know if Project Looking Glass exists. My guess, based upon all the research I've done, is no. I do believe that something like that will exist someday. Uh, And I think that's one of the great values of ghost research, is looking into uh, how information is somehow stored recorded in the environment and then replayed or accessed under various means. So I do believe this technology is possible, but I, I just, my gut tells me based upon all the research I've done that uh, it's, it doesn't actually exist yet. It's a very interesting concept, however. So that's my opinion whatever it's worth on project looking glass. All right. Here's an email I got. I just got this literally while I was recording here just a few minutes ago. This comes to me from Tom in Kansas. He says, Mr. Warren, I know you must get a lot of these emails. I watched you on beyond belief. Of course, that's George Norrie's uh, show. He does there on Gaia TV. He says, you talk about parasitic beings, entities, Well, over 20 years ago, a friend and I dabbled in summoning boards and such. So I guess he's talking about Ouija board type things. Anyway, he goes on to say, some really strange and unexplainable things happened. I ended up leaving one of the boards in the shed of that place. But I know something attached its energy to me. To this day, I feel its presence. It drains me every day. As I type this, I have a burning feeling in my ear and neck. I'm tired all the time. Then I moved into a different house, and my daughter and I felt something watching us. We saw things disappearing. I've since moved, but there is something taking my energy. I don't want to seem like a crazed fan or a nutcase or want anything other than advice, I'm sorry. Uh, I says I believe in m- many different levels. Uh, but most of the ghost shows look and feel staged. I digress. I feel like a monkey is on my back. Thank you. If for anything reading this, Tom in Kansas. Thank you very much for that message, Tom. And, uh, you know what? Um, look, I, I do understand as you know, that these parasitic things exist. And I think there are many ways of opening ourselves up to them. But uh, I also, you know, I'm not an exorcist. I'm not a ghostbuster. I don't have a remedy that I can give you right here on the air for this. But what I will tell you is that I have found that if these things attack us on an energetic level, you have to fight them on an energetic level. And a lot of that starts with, with your mindset. And I did a whole episode. I don't have it in front of me. You can go to strange things, uh, about tips on how to deal with spiritual invasions and spiritual attachments, everything that I know. So if you scroll down there at strange things, show.com, you'll, you'll see that. But I, this is an opportunity for me to, to, to mention this. I told you, I would give you a little update, I have been uh, telling you that I have a, a kit of some kind that I'm going to be revealing soon to subscribers of my e-newsletter uh, and only to subscribers of my e-newsletter. And it actually deals with bioenergy and strengthening your bioenergy field and creating a, a force field, a shield around you based upon experiences that I've had that have helped me tremendously. Uh, but I just want to let you know that even though I will be sending out that information any day, uh, I, I, people are emailing me and they're like, I'm on the edge of my seat. You're killing me. Like, when are you going to have this? My plan was to have it out this month, but I'm not sure whether or not I'll be able to get it out this month because I'm traveling this month. You know, I'm going to be at the big George Nori live stage event in Everett, Washington on Saturday, September the 25th of 2021. And so I'm going to be traveling for that. And I'm traveling for, I'm, just, I'm combining two or three travels together for that. Um, and I also have a number of other projects I'm working on. So it might be. I hate to say, I know some of you are going to cry. It might be October before I finally release this. But on the other hand, maybe not. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to work out the dynamics to get it out this month, or at least to some people, like a small selection of it. Um, I know it's it's too much technical stuff to go into on this show, but just trust me, I'm working on it, and it... it the best thing you could do though is just make sure you're subscribed to my free e-newsletter. I got this email from a lady. I'm not going to use her name because she might be offended by what I'm about to say. Uh, <laughs> cause I thought this was, I thought this was pretty funny. I get thousands of emails from people every week and, uh, but I've never gotten one quite like this. She says, high strangeness has followed me throughout my life. And and by the way, this is an email from a, a woman who uh, like, this is a well-written email with all kinds of information about who she is. And this is not like just some random crazy thing. She says, high strangeness has followed me throughout my life. I am retired and I have a need to share my story. On the other hand, I thought to myself, Why not be a co-host on a podcast? You are very active in all things unexplainable. So I would like to be your co-host. And then she talks about some of the things that have happened to her. And she says, let me know what you think. Now, this is a completely random, strange person who listens to this show and actually wrote to me and goes, I want to be your (laughs) co-host. And I mean, I I I literally I, it made me laugh because all right look here's why I nobody's ever just written me and be like I want to be your, I, you don't know me but I want to be your co-host I do need to explain something I I know it seems like that Everybody has a podcast these days. I, I used to have an independent podcast called Joshua P. Warren Daily. If you want to listen to it, just type in Joshua P. Warren Daily. But get ready for some R-rated language, okay? That was an independent podcast. This particular podcast is this is uh, this is a big podcast, okay? This is a professional one that's owned by iHeart and by premier radio networks and even if i wanted to bring you on as a co-host i i couldn't do it this <laughs> i'm very fortunate to be part of this gigantic operation the largest distributor of content in the world so if you're tempted to um write me and ask To be a co-host well i wrote her back and i said thank you that's very nice of you but i fly so low (laughs) oh i wish i had more time but uh i don't so here you go close your eyes take a deep breath here is your weekly good fortune tome